Groovaholics. Welcome to the Rochester Groovecast podcast. Birthed by a love of music, we're all about culture. Don't forget to subscribe and remember the fee. If you gain value from this podcast, personally share it with a friend and explain your favorite part. Let's get groovy. Groovy. Welcome everyone to the Rochester Groovecast podcast, your top source for live, local, regional music interviews and events from Rochester, New York and the surrounding area. I am your host, Ben Albert, and I am here with Alex Vine. What's going on, man? Oh, oh a lot. You know, just uh, just um, figuring out ways to musically survive, and uh, I've been hanging out with... Um, been hanging out with Dexter and Crook a lot. We've been playing a lot of music. Um, I also have uh, some recordings that I've released and I'm working on right now um, that I would like to talk about a little bit. And um, yeah, that that first uh, so that first song that was on the intro. We, yeah, that was cool. The, the intro of the podcast. What what was that, man? So that was um it was a beat that was from a beat tape that I just released called the Shinobi Uki beat tape. Or no, sorry, the Shinobi beat tape. And uh so it's released on all streaming platforms. If you look up Alexander Vine on whatever you use, Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, um, you'll be able to find 
a couple of projects that I've worked on, but you'll also be able to find the Shinobi beat tape. I released that about a week ago and um, it's just a short, like almost eight minute long um, little EP of four beats that I made. And uh, yeah, call it the Shinobi beat tape. And so that's, that's what that was from. It's cool. It's fun to see, you know, you doing something different than what I've seen you do in the past, doing, you know, soulful, groovy, all kinds of different music. But never have I seen you do that EDM techno side of things. What brought you, what inspired you to create that kind of music? So um, I think just growing up in the, um, in these times as it is, you know, my dad sort of grew up in uh, the Woodstock era of things. So he was his one of his role models was Hendrix, one of mine too. But um, I just I really like hip hop. I'm I'm a huge fan of hip hop EDM. Uh, when dubstep was first coming out, uh, I just I just love that stuff, and um, I just wanted to create something that was uh, inspired by that stuff. And um, yeah, I love it, man. It, it's good to see that you're creating new music. You're keeping busy. Um, how has it been? I know we're. It. I'd like to. I'd like to think we're at the end of the tunnel, but I think it's still quite a while with this virus. The past five six months have been weird. What's it been like for you uh, as a musician playing out all the time, playing with multiple bands? How's the last six months been, man? How you how you staying sane? <laughs> um, I haven't. Is the simple. <laughs> um also uh yeah so basically i also what i do for like a my job is um i play around town at senior residential communities and nursing homes and um that's sort of what i do during the day aside from practicing with bands and uh playing shows but um i haven't been doing any of that because of the pandemic the virus it's shutting all these places down um so I've, yeah, I've been really out of uh, out of my my daily routine has been altered for sure, for sure. And uh, I've just found ways to. Um, what I've been doing is just I've been um, practicing. I took a lot of time to myself to just like get back to the other things that I really like, like reading and uh, just like skateboarding. I'll like go out and skateboard. That's that's what helps. That's like the biggest thing that helps. But um, I've just been practicing. It's kind of hard to stay focused sometimes because of like, I don't know, just how crazy everything is going. Like I don't have, um, I haven't been spending as much time with, you know, the people that I love, my companions, my friends. Um, so it's, it's definitely hard. I definitely feel that. Um, and I know a lot of, I know a lot of other people do too. I've been, um, I've been practicing a lot of guitar. I've been, uh, writing songs too this is a good time to write songs and just sort of because you get to take your time and like just really work on it and um that's been great yeah hone into the craft it i think everyone's feeling it um for obvious reasons there's been far less human to human touch so a lot of time to kind of dive in and kind of be one with yourself work on new things work on new craft mm -hmm. um but ultimately, you've got a lot of new releases from multiple bands. Let's um, let's go bird's eye view real quick because obviously I've seen you play solo. 
but I've seen you play with so many different bands and collaborate with so many different projects. What are your current focuses right now? What, what, where are you putting most of your energy? So right now, um, the majority of my energy is going into playing with this group that I recently just started playing with about a year ago called The Arguments. And you can, um, you can check them out on Facebook. Um, I know they have an Instagram. You just look up Arguments Music. And uh, basically what Arguments is, is uh, they, the, the sole members, like the core members of that group would be Dexter Reddick on bass and uh, Crook on drums. And um, playing with that, I, the first, it's funny, the first time I met Dexter, we were just sort of, uh, we were just sort of out and about, you know, um, I didn't really realize he was uh, like a, like the type of musician that he was. And that we, we were, we were acquaintance friends before then, but um, I remember, uh, so no offense, a good friend of mine, he was throwing these festivals at Flower City Music Station. They were called the Winter Sizzlers. And they were sort of a compilation of uh, arts. There was um, crafts vendors there. Lots of, uh, there, there was a lot of things incorporated in these festivals. But, um, so, but one of the acts was Arguments. And at that time it was just Dexter and Crook. And um, I remember seeing some of the videos that they were making in order to promote themselves for the festival. And it was just Dexter and Crook jamming. And I was just like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> I was just loving it. And uh, I saw them at the Winter Sizzler and um, I was just like blown away. I was just having the time of my life just watching them perform. Um, Riley, Riley Fink was also um, singing with them at that point too. So that was cool. And um, they, they also had this studio spot. They, 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 they had a couple of studio spots around town. There was this one at um, uh, a, disc, a location that I'm not going to talk about. But anyway, so there was a, they had the studio and I went there, but I didn't know that they had the studio there. It was, a, it was, like, a, it was like a skate spot, mm. like a kind of secretive little skate spot thing. And they were there playing music. I was like, wait, there's people playing music. And then it was, uh, they were just like in this garage, in this warehouse. And I just walked up to them and it was um, Dexter and Krug playing. And I was like, wait, I know Dexter. And like, I think this was a little bit before the winter sizzler. And um, so I went up to jam with them a little bit. And uh, then I saw them at the sizzler. And from then on, I just started trying to jam with them as much as possible. And we started building a little bit. Um, I, they, they were digging some of the songs that I was writing. And also I was really digging their music. I was, I was, there was a, there was a point in time where I was sitting down with Dexter because, you know, he writes these, he writes these beautiful songs and they're 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 very complex they're very like high energy and mm -hmm. uh intricate and um i just enjoyed sitting down with him and learning his songs because um i felt like it was sort of out of my reach a little bit but i really liked it because he was it was like encouraging me to like progress on my instrument and just learn something new and um yeah, from then on, I've, I've, we've been working a lot, for sure. I've been getting up with, that, with those guys over the past year a bunch. Great. Uh, and anything in the near future we can look forward to 
with arguments? Uh, do you have any, you know, socially distant shows, anything, any releases, anything that we can shout out and look forward to? So if you go on Facebook right now or, you know, you don't even have to go on Facebook. I'll just tell you. So there's going to be a pop-up show and it's going to be the Sideways, the Sideways Band. Um, I know that's, uh, that's Joe Stelly, Marco Cerigliano, Sage, Sean, those, those dudes. And uh, they're going to be, um, they're playing two sets and Arguments is going to play, uh, we're, we're basically the featured special guests. So we're going to play a set in between their two sets. And um, it's going to be on July 25th. The music starts at three o'clock. And uh, <laughs> the location is, um, it's, a, it's a secret location. However, um, you know, if uh, like on Saturday, uh, July 25th is the day, you know, it's going to be hot out. So you're going to want to maybe go hang out by the water, uh, be chilling by the lake. No, uh, I don't know. Uh, Duran Beach might be a, a nice place to spend the day. It's a beautiful spot, man. Really nice spot. I know we had talked about playing this towards the end, but should we should we drop that arguments video? Yeah, th that would be a good idea. Cool. Well, what is this video? Uh, give us a little bit of context here. So, um, <clears throat> as uh, arguments was working on their songs we always wanted to get outside and get outdoors and play for a number of different reasons. We, it, it would just be cool to like play outdoors was what we were thinking. And um, last winter or like, I don't know if it was like a year ago or so, but the water towers up at Cobbs Hill, like if you go up to the Cobbs Hill reservoir and you walk down into the trees, you'll find these two reservoirs or the, or no, they're two water towers just completely covered with graffiti. Beautiful. And, um, they're beautiful spots. Yeah. It's like a, if you, you go there and it's like an art museum. Um, but it's, it's, a. Uh, they just recently, like, I think somebody went up there and torched the doors, like these like squares open. So like you could go and so you could actually go inside the tanks. Cause like before then there was just like a, a, a brief window. Um, during, during some time in the summer when they would open a hatch. Uh, I think, uh, I think my friend, my, so Crook was telling me that he was like, I think he was involved in that opening. <laughs> cool. But he's, um, if you, if you go up there, you'll see, you'll see a lot of his artwork too. He's, um, he's very involved in the graffiti art community in Rochester, New York. He, he's the man. And, uh, Crook, Crook's, Crook's an amazing dude. He's very, but anyway. So we're, um, so they'd laser cut these doors into the water tanks, I think, or like torched them. I don't know, but basically, so you can get inside them now. And, uh, I went in there during the winter time and was singing in one of the tanks and realized that like when you sing in there or like any noise, there's just this like reverb effect. Cause you're just in this like circular water tank and mm -hmm. it's just like coming back to you. Like if you say something, it'll come back to you six different times from like locations. <laughs> That's it. It was just like super trippy. And like, I was just thinking like, um, you know, it'd be really cool to like play electric instruments and like get live with a band in there. So I was like, Hmm, how are we going to do that? I was like, Oh, generator. So I bought a generator. Um, I bought this, uh, 2000 watt, uh, super quiet 
inverter generator. I was trying to get the super quiet one so it wouldn't be like in the background when we're sure. trying to play music. And then um so so what we did was I I got the generator and it took me a while to kind of set it up. Um I needed like when I opened the memo, it was like, all right, contact an electrician. I was like, cool. So I did that and he like came through and he gave me this grounding rod that he like attached to the generator. So long story mm. short, we got the generator outside of the door of the water tower and put the grounding rod into the ground. And um, so we went up there and we were, we were going up there like every day for like four or five days, probably like a month ago or so. And uh, it was just, it was just great. We were just playing in there and it, it sounds like you're in a stadium. It's like amazing. And uh, it was really cool. Cause like people walking by like nowadays though, that spot is pretty well known and it's not sure. really. So people um, walk up there and check it out. And there was um, some friends of ours. So it was just cool. We got to play like a little bit of live music, still kind of staying socially distant. Mm-hmm. And, um, but uh, so we, we played one of um uh, an original that I wrote that um, arguments like we, yeah, we, we just play. It's just a, it's a song that I brought to the table with arguments and that um, we all really was, we're vibing with. And so it's called grind and shine and we played it in the water towers and we had some friends of ours filming for us. So yeah, that's a, that's a little bit of background about the video. That's awesome. So grind and shine live at the Cobbs Hill Water Towers. Let's check it out. If you're listening to the podcast version of this, um, is there a way that someone can watch the video? Yes. So I posted it on my Facebook. If you just look up my Facebook, which is Alex Vine, or you go to my Facebook music page, Alex Vine Music. I actually just shared the that grind and shine video to the top of my page. So if you go to my page, you can find it there. Awesome, awesome. So check out Alex Vine Music. Check out Arguments. Um, if you're listening to the audio version, come on and watch the live stream. Check out all of Rochester Groovecast live streams for uh, for everyone live. You're about to see this firsthand. Let's let's check it out.
pick up the phone, get in the zone, hello, you can get the message after the tone, beef, got more options like I'm pressing five, get in line then I give it go, to win bro like a flamingo, whoa. Yo, dipping the session, I'm giving that go, ripping the method, I'm swimming, I'm low, energy, energy transformation, using combinations, anticipating the amazing sensation, I'm patient, but my heart is racing, Jason Statham, yeah. Yeah, man. Cool. That was fun. So, um, with that song and a bunch, a bunch of others that um, Dexter I, Crook and I have been writing, we just recently um, have been getting in the studio. I have the studio that I'm I've uh, built in my basement. Um, I call it Sunshine Studios, and uh, I've been recording a bunch. Um, with other projects but we recently just got down there with arguments and um my friend logan mckinney aka a cloud vibes just moved from california back to rochester which is like super super dope <laughs> because um so he's uh he's been getting in the studio with crook dexter and i and um, helping produce, sound engineer, record. He's got a lot of um, great knowledge, and uh, he's a good friend of mine. And um, so we've been doing that recently. We've been, over the past week or so, we've been recording a lot. And, um, yeah. That's great. It's good to hear it. To take a step back, that song, 
high energy. Obviously, love the the graffiti, love the Black Lives Matter graffiti. It's a beautiful spot. Um, I haven't listened to the track long enough to know the words and 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 know the story. What what's that song about? <clears throat> so. The chorus goes, that's what we call grind. I'm just going to, all right, hold up. That's what we call grind and shine. Okay. Sun's going to pop out of the sky at the same time. We got a reason to rhyme, write it down on the line. And uh, the way I came up with that is, uh, is a little different from what I've been doing recently with songwriting. Usually I would come up with like a chord progression for a song I wanted to write. And then just sing a melody over the top, or just sing lyrics to it and create the melody as I went along based on how the lyrics were. But with this song in particular, I made the chord, I created the chord change, which is like the, the chords underneath. And, um, and the way I came up with the melody for it was I sang it first instead of lyrics. I just like got the melody in my head. Da, 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 da. And um, so. And then I put the lyrics to the melody. Like I found words and like a, like phrases that I wanted to use that fit the rhythm and notes of the melody. And um, basically the message behind grind and shine is like, that's what we call grind and shine. You know, you like you put work in, you work really hard and um, you just uh, experience positive things from it. It's like a pretty, it's simple enough. Um, uh, that's what we call grind and shine. Sun's going to pop out of the sky at the same time. Like once you put that work in, once you go through mm-hmm. what it takes to like, you know, really um, uh, go like uh, achieve your vision or uh, like if you have a goal in mind, like once you, uh, that's what we call grind and shine. Sun's going to pop out at the same time. We got a reason to rhyme, write it down on the line. Like we all, we all have like a truth. We all have, um something we all have something to say that people can learn from and uh you should just put it out there this is kind of the general vibe yeah you put out you put out your truth you put the work into it and it sparkles it shines you know people can see it people can hear it people can appreciate it absolutely man is there a certain methodology or meaning behind the the kind of stuff you write does it just sort of come to you you know what does that songwriting process look like does it usually start with the guitar does it usually start with the lyrics how do you bring all that together so um usually for me it's been starting with guitar mostly i'll come up with uh i like I like learning cover songs. I like learning other people's music. There's always so much you can take from it. Um, there's uh, like like messages and like lessons just in the music, like how they wrote it. There's little uh, tools and tricks that other people use that inspire people and that um, people can see and it'll just like, I don't know. So I'll, I'll be playing guitar and I'll just like come up with like a line or some chords that I like. And uh, I'll just build off of that. I'll usually create the guitar part first. Um, and then I'll write lyrics over the top. Um, but I've been trying to do I've been trying to do it differently. I feel like sometimes uh, like writing lyrics beforehand can really 
be a beautiful thing because um you might try to write the music or the chords or something are are like they already have something to be inspired from but it's um yeah i don't know i try to i try to do it both ways uh yeah 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 when and you've definitely played a lot of roles in a lot of different projects i want to get back to that you were talking about recording new music just now home studio and you know, I've seen you play with with lots of people with Pine Needle Soul. I've seen you play solo. Um, we we tackled arguments first, but are you playing in any other projects right now that you want to shout out? Or let's talk a little bit about what's going on currently. So, as of right now, um, not exactly. I've okay. mostly been working with arguments, but I would love to give a shout out to Pine Needle Soul. The um, the members of that were myself on guitar and vocals. And then we had uh, No Offense. He was the frontman MC of the band. It's It, it featured um, rap lyrics as the sort of uh, core of the whole thing. And um, Pine Needle Soul uh, was really just like a fusion of um, hip hop and live music, like rock. Uh, we were sort of discovering our sound and discovering what we wanted to do along the way it was not ne never really um it's hard to just put like a a label on it because it was ever changing it was it was really cool um we had marco serigliano playing drums we had francesco martella playing bass and bass synthesizer and we also had joe stelly on vocals and keys and um so I we were I was playing in that group for probably the past four years. We've gone through a bunch of changes, um, and we um, we wrote a bunch of really cool songs. And I I thought I thought these songs were cool. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we, yeah, um, but we're sort of taking a hiatus. We're taking a break for now because um, the members of the band um, we all have our uh pro other projects and other solo stuff that we've been working on and we're right. sort of um branching off in different directions and i think it's really beautiful it uh i don't think i don't think um we've seen the last of pine needle soul but for now it's um on hold for other things i heard that yeah you guys all have your own projects but i think everybody wants another mac miller tribute as well me too <laughs> that's so much fun Man, Mac Miller, I um I just grew up listening to Mac, especially his um uh kids album with um you know you got Nike's on your uh, Nike's on my feet outside, uh best day ever, you know, stuff like that. And um I just remember being fourteen and like <laughs> idolizing this dude Mac. Nike's on my feet, keep my cipher complete. Let's stay shining like lights on the street in the night. Like, uh, so good. Um, I would love to do another Mac tribute. That was, that was a, that was a blast. I think Mac was, uh, an absolute blessing to the, um, to the world, to, to music in general. Um, and I'm really honored and thankful and, um, happy that we got to play the music that he was writing. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and shout out to Mac Miller, um, Pine Needle Soul, sold out, 
uh, Tribute Set, Flower City Station. I also uh, saw you guys play it at Disc Jam, where that's a great example of a festival that there's local, there's Rochester folks there, but a lot of people don't know who Pine Needle Soul is. And you guys brought, you know, the heat with the tribute. And I think that people really loved it and, and, and liked what you were doing. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it was definitely, it was definitely, um, different, you know, cause, uh, I feel like, I, I don't know, I might be wrong, but you might not, I feel like, um, live, live band slash hip hop projects are far and few between. I think, I think it was really special. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Oh, it's, I, I love it. And, you know, you were just talking about how everyone has their own projects it's it's more than just you know the same track every time and and just doing the same motions you guys are playing it live you're bringing the live energy you're bringing horns and all that it's always cool stuff man yeah yeah um, great um disc jam in particular was a lot of fun um same with the first mac miller tribute that we flew or we threw at flower city we got a great great response out of that um I think a lot of people really enjoyed it and I was just blessed to be a part of it. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Well, cool. Um, we, we touched on it, but I feel like I kind of, um, rolled over it because I want to talk a little bit about that argument song. You're recording music now. You said you've been recording this past week. Do you've got things that haven't been released that you can shout out? Is it not time to talk about it yet? Where are we at? Um. So, so we got we've been getting in the studio the past week, and the the method that we're using is be, so we're we're using. Um, I have this eight channel interface, and what that is is like where you plug microphones into the um it's like where you like the interface is where you plug the microphones into and then it goes into a program on the computer like a audio software where um it all gets edited um so what we've been doing is we've been playing the songs live in my basement but just collecting drum tracks at first because we have the whole we have the drum set mic'd up and everything and uh we have um bass guitar and vocals just going into one of the channels so that we can create room for all of the microphones that are necessary to record the drums. So right now we just have um, drum takes for four or five of our songs. And uh, we have, we have, um, we have a lot on the way. We have a, uh, a song, like a sizable song list that we're planning on creating um, two different tapes with i think the move we're going for is that we're going to record a bunch of the songs that i brought to the table that i wrote for a solo album featuring arguments and then we're also going to create an arguments album with a lot of the songs that um dexter and crook were originally wrote and that i just sort of hopped on and also um a couple of songs that dexter crook and i all collectively wrote so that'll be on the arguments tape as well. So I'm really, I'm really excited. I think uh, the work that I'm that we're doing right now with Logan, um, Dexter, and Crook is going to be some of my best yet, and I can't wait until it's done and I get to show it to the world. I'm so, excited, man. Me too. That's good stuff. That that's 
Dude, and and you've done some work with Logan on his project. Talk a little bit about that. Yes. So Logan McKinney, aka A Cloud Vibes, A Cloud Vibrations. Shout out to my guy Logan. Um. So he used to live in Rochester. He uh, he was in Rochester for about a year, and I met him. He was jamming with uh, this band, um, and he. But he was also a producer and he was making, you know, electronic beats and stuff like that and songs on his um, laptop. And I remember going over there with um, him and Marco one night and uh, he had these beats that um, he he thought that um, he would want my vocals on. So I I ended up using something that I wrote from um, way back. Uh, and I used those lyrics over one of his songs called and sun kissed. So that was like the first, so that was like the first, uh, track that we made. And it, it was him on, uh, he produced the whole track. I recorded vocals. Um, I wrote the lyrics and then he produced my vocals. Um, and it, I thought, I thought it came out great. Uh, it was some of the coolest, uh, stuff that I think I've, you know, um, so he, he uh we released that song on soundcloud and he ended up um sending me another beat um called recognize or we ended up calling it recognize uh so I, and then i i wrote lyrics to that and he he was also there and he was um inspiring the whole thing i would say that we both had just as much credit writing that um but uh so so i wrote the lyrics and i sang and he made the beat he produced the beat and um so those songs were that that song was sort of um it was in the process but he ended up moving to california and uh he said you know if you ever want to come out and uh visit me sometime and um i was like yeah yeah dude i do <laughs> i want to go to california like what and then so i've never i i never was out there and uh i decided that i thought it would be a cool idea to I saw I saw a video of Logan in California on his Instagram one day, and I just thought, like, wow, that would be a really cool place to shoot a music video. You know, he's on this like rocky cliff overlooking the ocean, and it's just like, I was like, yeah, that's the spot where we got to shoot the recognized video. And um, so I remember um, after a show that I played one night, uh, Clayton Kralis. Um, who has a platform called Trapezium Films. If you go check that out on, um, you can go check that out. It's called trapeziumfilms.com. You can also check him out on Facebook. Great dude. Clayton is like super talented. Uh, he, he's, he's into so much. He's, he was, um, he raps, he writes songs. He was in this band called Cosmic Brownie, which was him and his brother. And it was like a hip hop duo. You can find their stuff on spotify if you look up cosmic brownie i believe still um but yeah he's but he was very um involved in videography and uh video editing and just filmmaking and photography and i i asked him i was like yo do you want to uh come out to california with me and shoot these music videos and long story short we worked it out we flew out to san luis obispo which is where logan was living at the time and we just uh we we spent about maybe close to two weeks out there but every day we were just waking wow. up and thinking where can we go in california to get good shots like 
every day we were just waking up. All right, all right, let's go to let's go to Venice Beach. Let's go to Los Angeles. Um, let's go to San Francisco. So we were in Big Sur. We were a lot and a lot of spots up and down um the west coast of California, and it was like whew, awesome. You get, every everybody needs to go out to California sometime because it's it's an amazing place. It's got this like nostalgic cliff vibe energy. You know, like when you step out of the airport, it's just like mountains it's like whoa never seen that before (laughs) but um so anyway that that was a lot of fun we we filmed a a lot out there there was a lot of thought a lot of energy and a lot of um collaborative effort between me logan and clayton to make this project that we ended up calling the left side it was a film by trapezium films called the left side and there's two Mm. parts there's sunkissed and recognize the song we're about to show you um and there was it was for the left side ep which can be found on all streaming platforms if you look up on apple music spotify soundcloud just look up um you can look up my page you can find it on my page if you go to alexander vine or if you look up a clot which is spelled e-c-l-a-t that's logan's producer name and it's also um if you go on youtube you can find the videos that we made for the songs and if you just look up a claw x alex vine sun kissed or recognize you'll find those videos and there you go it it's was, a, cool. was a lot of fun we also we also hit up uh riley smiley to create the the album artwork for the ep awesome she, um gracious super gracious in working with us and like really figuring out what we were going for um and it was really cool. We, uh, yeah, wow, lots of fun. It ton of fun, and this video is great. It's got a lot of personality. Let's check out recognize. How about that? A cloud vibrations. Then you're on the track. Yo, have a good day, bro.
spice of life So switch it up, switch it up You got what it takes The flower that makes tonight Ayy, not gonna drop the blaze of light Just a reminder that we got amazing rights As humans, just groove into the beat Smooth as could be Stuck on repeat, chillin' at the beach When I met some sweet peach We was puffin' on sweet cheese Don't ask me no questions, no need to be siege Ain't not gonna drop the blaze of light Just a reminder that we got amazing rights As humans, and in the end I hope that you recognize the love you Rochester Groovecast podcast. Head over to Facebook, like Rochester Groovecast, and mark our page as C first to keep in touch with everything new. Now back to the show. That was that was a freaking compilation of beautiful shots, man. Absolutely. You look like you're having the best time of your life out there. <laughs> it was great. It was so amazing. I, I'm super. I'm so grateful for just the yeah. It was um the the story um behind uh, uh during the chorus when you see all those people um turning to the camera with the sunshade or the heart shaped sunglasses is uh we Clayton and I. Well, Clayton ordered a bunch of heart-shaped sunglasses, and we figured we were just going to walk around San Francisco for, like, two days straight, just walking up to, like, every random person we found on the street and uh, just like, hey, do you want to be a part of this music video? Um, it's all about spreading the love, uh, and just spreading a positive message of, like, brotherhood and coming together, and you should wear these sunglasses and turn around and look at the camera. <laughs> So, um, no, it was, it was awesome. I thought, uh, just like doing that was really cool. Cause we got to meet, um, all sorts of different people. Um, we got to just show them the music and, uh, just vibe with somebody that I would have, uh, never even met in my entire life if I didn't, um, go out there and do that. And it was just really beautiful. That's great. That's amazing, man. And when things like that come to fruition, it's a special moment, you know, you're out in California, you're having a great time, you're filming, you're meeting new people. I think that's incredible. And I know for a fact, being a musician isn't always that fun. There's a lot of working behind the scenes. There's a lot of struggle. There's a lot of staying up late. Um, my big question is, why music? I know it's a generic question, but why do you love music so much? Obviously, moments like that make it worth your while. But 
why music? Is it something that from a kid you always wanted to do or uh, something that you learned along the way? What, why are you so passionate about it? You obviously are. So um, the, uh, the answer to that question is quite extended. Um, uh, um, I think what really opened the door for me to want to be a musician was mainly my father. My dad, Fred Vine, he is a um, acoustic singer-songwriter, blues player. He plays um, he plays uh, with groups. He's played in Rochester for a really long time. Um, uh, he he opened that door for me. I was really, really um, lucky to have him in my life because he introduced me to um, playing guitar. He um, opened the door for just like, he introduced me to a lot of music. Um, he was, he's always been my mentor and my teacher, um, for so many different things. Um, I can remember when I was four years old, he, he was always playing music for me. He was always, um, giving me uh he would let me play his guitars with a watchful eye of course he'd be like but no i when i was very young he would he he bought me this soprano ukulele because i wasn't big enough to hold a guitar quite yet but i wanted to i'd always be following him around the house so he bought me the <laughs> ukulele so i'd be like following him around like there's a i have a picture of it somewhere oh, it's really cool and what he did i remember like one of my earliest memories was of him just play, uh, sitting me down in the dining room in front of the stereo system that we had and playing for me Jimi Hendrix's Radio 1 album. And I was losing my marbles. <laughs> uh, it was just amazing. I just like, yeah, it was, it was, it was really cool. And um, I, just, I just know the way that music makes me feel. It's always been... Um, sometimes like I can, I can be doing whatever or feeling whatever, or like totally lost in other trains of thought. Um, just thinking about life things. And, uh, I just know every time I play music that like I hear, I'll hear something that just like takes me right out of it. It just takes me out of whatever, um, whether the emotions be positive or negative, or I'm like stressed out or I'm like, whatever, it'll just wait what is that like i don't know it just makes me want to dance makes me want to like move and i just um it really healed me in a way and um also talking to dexter about it i'm realizing that uh music um i just want i want to take people to the same place that um i get taken to when i listen to music which is just like heavenly which is like away from any worry or stress, just that, that bliss that you feel and that, um, you, uh, like when you're listening to music, it's just, you just, that's, that's, you just become like, you're just in this totally other world. Like you can, I just want to take people to that place. Um, I just want people to feel how I feel when I listen to music and I'm sure, I'm sure they do. Um, I just want to create more of it. Yeah, it, it's a special place. It's a vibe. Um, 
it's it's a cheesy quote, but it's the best quote out there. Bob Marley, one good thing about music, when it hits you, you feel no pain. No matter what's going on in life, no matter what kind of shit you're going through, positive, negative, it's a blissful state. And it's powerful when a musician can share that with their audience. There's always something that's special about eyes closed, headphones on, hearing the master, beautiful, aesthetic recording, it's perfect. That's always a beautiful thing. And then there's a different kind of experience when you're alive and you're actually sharing that experience with the musician. Maybe it doesn't sound as crisp. Maybe it's a little more raw. Um, maybe there's someone yelling in the background. That's all about, you know, sharing that live experience with someone. So how I resonate, I resonate with that without a doubt, without a doubt. For sure. Let's jump to 2020. What uh, what's inspiring you today? Is there any other? I mean, you've mentioned Dexter, Crook, Logan. You've mentioned a lot of great musicians in the area, in the community. Uh, who else is inspiring you? What else are you looking forward to? Any uh, musicians that you love from afar, or uh, anyone that you're working with that you want to shout out? Oh man, I feel I feel like I'll be I'll be talking I'll be talking your ear off. Um, so first off, I want to shout out to some other projects um, that I've been involved with over the past years. I want to shout out to Access Indigo. This is a band that started right around when Pine Eagle Soul did, um, maybe a little bit before. It's a trio um, with Zach Burrett on drums, Francesco Martell on bass. And um, it started out as a, sort of a bluesy, rocky, funk trio that we were doing. But most of the music that we play is all original. Um, and we've been we've been working. We were working a lot before the pandemic, um, COVID breakout sort of happened. So we were getting in my basement and recording a bunch of our original songs. And um, over the pandemic, we found solace in trying to create a social media presence a little bit. So we created uh, Instagram and we posted some stuff on Facebook. Um, I just wanted to give a shout out to those dudes because we've been working really hard and um, oh, yeah. we've been taking a hiatus due to the pandemic. Also, um, there's, there's some other stuff. You know, We all got our, um, our things that we're going through. So, but I would really, I would really love to see that continue. Um, I, I love those dudes. We've we've worked together for a really long time, and uh, yeah, shout out to Access Indigo. Um, we got we got some stuff in the can right now. Um, I'm not sure what the future holds in store for us, but um, I would love to continue getting together with them, practicing and recording, and just uh, yeah, just putting 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 some putting some of the stuff we've been working on out there because uh, it makes me dance and. <laughs> love those dudes and uh also i wanted to give a shout out to divines which is a um which is me and my father my father fred vine um it's a acoustic singer songwriter um we do a lot of covers too we also play a lot of our original music you can find you can actually find both of those pages on instagram and facebook if you just look up either access indigo or divines 
but um divines i've been playing with my dad my whole life um really and uh it's um i love i love playing with my dad i know him and i are going to continue um we're going to continue playing shows when we get the opportunity and we're going to continue playing together we were working on also divines before the pandemic and covid uh breakout we we're also working on an album, my father and I. Um, it's it's got all of our original material on it and a couple uh, choice cover songs that we were working on. So um, I got I got some projects, <laughs> and um, I'm really excited to get back at them and continue working on them. Um, all right. So aside from the stuff I'm involved in, I'm really really excited for this band that is local in rochester and uh i was at one of their band practices once and <laughs> it was just amazing aku mm. oh my god like oh my god <laughs> like they're wow they're 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 something there's be on the lookout for aku i think that um yeah i was at one of their band practices and it was just like one of the greatest music experiences that i got to sit next to it was i was just like losing my mind um uh sage we have so sage is playing guitar um i think i'm i think i might be spacing on some of the names marco cerigliano's playing drums danny murphy's playing keys i'm not really sure what they're i feel bad because i don't know their bass but they're they're great check them out aku you can find them on spotify facebook they're killing it um Somebody in the Rochester music scene that has always influenced me greatly and that I've always looked up to, got to give a huge shout out to the man Colin Jones. That dude is, oh man, oh man. He's, so he's, um, he's got, he's in his band called Haywa. He's also in this band called Ocular Panther. Haywa is spelled H-A-E-W-A. He's also in this um, solo project uh, it's electronic. It features a lot of electronic jams. He's playing guitar. He's singing. He's uh, he's doing a, like a lot of uh, synthesizer stuff. He's playing a lot of loops. It's called Stereo Nest, and he also um, has released a couple of albums, just solo Colin Jones acoustic. Yo, Colin, man, Colin, ah. <laughs> Like, I, so I remember the first time um, I saw them was, uh, I think, maybe a Flower City or maybe the old Water Street Music Hall. And um, wow. I've always just been so inspired by Colin's guitar playing in general and his songwriting. He's um, he he's an amazing musician. And he, um, just seeing, you know, he, he's always working. He's always working on his craft. He's He's been released. He's released so much beautiful music um just in the in the space that i've known him in before then like gotta check him gotta check it out online go go on spotify go on um go on spotify and look up Haywa, look up ocular panther and um because like yo the rochester music scene is blessed to have this man colin jones mm -hmm. for sure for sure <laughs> dude uh I appreciate you shouting these people out because they've all been on the podcast, man. It, if you go to Rochester Groovecast, you can look up Colin Jones. We've had him on the show. 
um, Marco Cerigliano. We've had him on the show. Pickle Mafia, Sideways, Aku, Sage Xavier, Aku. Um, we dropped jump Gummy Worms on the show. Great new track they just dropped uh, a couple months ago. Those guys are incredible. And um, it's always humbling to see someone who is a great musician and is involved having so much appreciation for uh, his peers. You obviously, you obviously support your peers and really love the scene yourself. Absolutely. Great thing. For sure. I think um, I, I'm just so happy that um, I'm uh, a part of what's I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm around to witness some of the live shows in Rochester. I think the Rochester music community is popping. Mm-hmm. There are so I feel there's so many different niches. There's so many different like scenes. There's so many just awesome musicians and awesome people in Rochester alone. I think like at that, the, the music community. Uh, yeah. It's, it's hard. Incredible, it's hard. man. It's, it's incredible. Right. Right. Um, shout out to, uh, shout out to Charlie Linder too. Um, mm-hmm. shout out to Charlie, Charlie Linder and the pickle mafia. He's, um, he's got a lot of, uh, recordings out right now. He's doing this live video series with the pickle mafia with Ben Schilbert and, with Marco and Clayton's filming for them. And, mm. uh, it's, it's awesome. I was, uh, a super, um, honored to, um, I performed one of, I, I sat in with them on one of their live videos, um, for a Frank Sinatra medley. I, uh, nice. got to, got to give my go at, um, singing some Frank Sinatra songs with these guys. And, uh, that was, that was a blast. Um, yeah, shout out to Charlie. He's he's always been very um, encouraging of me and supportive, and um, I hope I can continue to. Um, I want to I want to do that for him too. He's he's the man. Char- Charlie's the man, and uh, he's a great musician. He's he's involved with like electronic. He he does uh, his Elevate music project, and also the Pickle Mafia. Um, that man, that man works so hard on like, he, 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 um, he opened up or he let me see how he books gigs. The man, the, the, the way this man books gigs, he is, he, he's the man he's working really, he's working really hard and, um, shout out to him. Um, for sure. For sure. Um, also, hmm, outside of uh, yeah, no more more Rochester bands that um I've uh really like uh, the the Sideways. You got Aku, you got Haywa, Ocular Panther, you got um Charlie Linder and the Pickle Mafia. Um, I really there's there's yeah there's so there's so many um Rochester musicians and. Uh, bands that i've gotten to witness and um it's a, it's it's we got a beautiful thing going on in this town i think um, we're we're so fortunate and props to charlie linder very resilient we i i was so lucky i actually saw pickle mafia play 
at a private party last weekend and it was one of the first like real live shows outdoors that I saw and we camped and it, it made me it just reminded me of festivals nothing too crazy but an outdoor private party and I was like dang I miss this they, they even played Freebird <laughs> they even played Freebird <laughs> You know, it's funny. Um, they had this, uh, they threw this show on New Year's Eve at this, uh, it was like a mansion on East Avenue. It was like a mansion party. It was, it was great. They, it was like this whole like rustic looking like old school mansion, but they were just like in the corner, um, right, right in front um, playing. And uh, they were like, yo, go up on the balcony and like right before the seventh song, be like, yo, play Freebird. And then they they'll actually play it. It was it was great, funny stuff. <laughs> I love it, man, for sure. Also, um, shout out to Rachel Rachel Croft, Rage Chill, Rage Chilling Friends. Um, uh, she invited me to play, um, in that group for a while, and that was a lot of fun. We we played a bunch of shows, and um, Rachel's great. Rachel's awesome. Uh, I love her voice. And they're they're writing some songs, um, so that's really really cool. She's she's a really she's a good friend of mine. She's an awesome person. Um, so look out look out for them too. Race chilling friends. Yeah, um, thinking out loud here. So I know Rage Chill and Adrian are playing this upcoming Saturday. From the moment that we're speaking right now, I always joke that someone could be listening to this in 10 years. I plan on putting it in a timeshare and it could be a thousand years from now and the aliens are listening to it. But if you're watching live right now, they're actually playing at uh, Flower City Station on Saturday. Do you recall when your um, your like secret gig is? Because I think uh, that's on Saturday, correct? Yes. Um, do you know what time it is? Because I, I want the opportunity to, to see both sets. Well, when do you play? So the music starts at 3 p.m. Okay. Um, the first set is going to be the sideways. The second set is going to be the arguments. And then the third set is going to close out with the sideways. Cool. Mm-hmm. So it starts at 3 and it goes to whenever, basically. Yes. It'll work out because um, Flower City Station at like nine ish or something. I know Rage Cho and Adrian D'Angelo are playing. Um, so I think I, I've got a schedule for Saturday, man. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be fun. Awesome. I want you to play guitar live. I want you to do it for the live audience here. Um, and uh, one last question, though. Aside, well, let's get into let's get into that. But lastly, Alex Vine Music on Facebook um, for for Spotify. Do I type in Alex Vine? Where where should I? What should I do on Spotify to see your projects? If you go on Spotify and you look up Alexander Vine, you'll find it. I was trying to find a name that would be congruent to all these platforms, but they weren't letting me do that. I was like trying to change it to vineyard at some point but i'm I'm just gonna have to roll with what i got and just keep uh yeah so alexander vine on spotify so we got alex vine music facebook alexander's vine spotify check out the arguments they're just getting started obviously um check out 
the vines. You guys are coming back. Check out everything we've talked about today. Access Indigo, all these other freaking live musicians. So many great musicians coming out of Rochester. There's one question I ask every guest, and I just want to preface this that there is no right or wrong answer. Um, you don't have to play a hero on this one. You could say whatever you want, but I give you the opportunity to control a billboard on the busiest street in the world, and everybody's going to see it. Hundreds of thousands of millions of people are going to see this billboard, and you get to control it. You know, young people are going to see it, old, all races, all genders, all forms of people and life experiences. It's quite the power. You get to control the billboard. I'm not charging you. It probably costs a lot of money if it, if it actually was something that you had to pay for. You get to send a message out to the world. What would you put on that billboard and why? Wow. Hmm. Um, my gut reaction would just be something like super goofy just to catch your eye and make you laugh. Um, but I think I would put like, uh, I don't even know. I, I uh, that's a hard question. Uh, I would put like, like if it was just sort of like a, in a serious sense, like a message to the general public or whatnot, I guess, uh, um observe think for yourself and enjoy your life or something like that i don't know some corny i don't know like uh um uh something like uh um just like yeah that's that's that's, that's a wild question. Um, I, I like where you're going, man. Observe, think for yourself, and enjoy your life. Perfect. That's strong, man. All right, wait. Two, two, two billboard. Yes, sir. I, I, have, I have one other one. Yeah, man. Come together right now over me. Perfect for a billboard. Beatles, man. I love it, man. I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you shouting out and showing so much love for the rest of musicians here in Rochester and um, your contribution to everything you do in Rochester, New York, the surrounding area. It's been fun, and we're definitely going to see a lot more of you, right? Hopefully. Yes. Yeah, for sure. We were going to do it at the middle of the set, but we got just so engaged in conversation in these videos and these tracks. Do you still got juice that you want to play a couple acoustic live tracks for us? I'd love to.
thank you everyone as always for listening to the show two major things um as you probably already know we record these live over facebook so if you want to join the conversation the best place to go is there go to rochester groovecast on facebook watch these recorded live and join the conversation second if you want to see these private performances um, we have a lot of musicians do a private performance on the Facebook stream. Those are not part of the podcast. The best way to see those is to go to Facebook. You can watch them afterwards as well. Uh, check out Rochester Groovecast on Facebook, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to the Rochester Groovecast podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and remember the fee. Share this with a friend and tell them exactly why they should listen. And don't forget to keep it groovy, baby.